0: Hi, this is James Clary from The Clarification Podcast. We really appreciate you sharing and watching our videos. If you feel so inclined, we could really use your help. You know, we spend hours and sometimes days researching these topics. And as much as we love it, we could really use your support. If you're on Spotify, go to our channel and there's a link where you can donate. Or if you're inclined, go to our website, which is Clarification, that's clary and there's a one-time donation button for PayPal. We really appreciate your support. Hey, everybody, it's the Clarification Podcast with your host, James Clary. I'm along with my friend, I'm along with my friend, <laughs> Russell West. What's up, bud? How are you doing, going? man? Ah, good. good. How are you doing this morning? Good. We're doing an early one for we us. We are doing an early one. We normally do afternoons for the audience, mm-hmm. but we decided to do early morning because we're gonna try and get a couple shows in, but
1: and I gotta get through a tornado zone. That's right. Russell's <laughs> got gotta, gotta to drive to and talk. man
0: the weather is not looking good. My body is telling I woke up this morning, I could barely walk. And it's it's a weather thing. Right, right. My I've joints heard that. react. Yeah. People say it's bullshit. It's not bullshit. There's a hundred million people across the globe that will attest to the fact It's particular when a low pressure is on its way in. I can usually tell two days ahead of time. Really? No, I literally I can say in forty eight hours it's we're a storm's coming. The worst or are a major snowstorm in the winter. Oh, now is that
1: because like the there's less or pressure you're accustomed to on your joints, or is there actual atmospheric pressure? I think
0: it's atmospheric pressure. Right now we're there's a low pressure coming, so before that we're in high pressure and things are stable mm-hmm. but when the low pressure is coming it's pushing that high pressure away i think it puts pressure on the inside of your joints now when it gets here the pain goes away when that storm gets it because now the low pressure is totally in it and the pressure releases that's my know. it's like the bends, theory. kind of you kind know, of
1: how for scuba yeah. divers when you're not adjusted to the pressure and it all yeah, of a sudden and that's you're in a, night a It releases pressure. nitrogen bubbles right, yeah, in your so bloodstream. Mm-hmm. So that's just an effect. That, I don't know. This is all bullshit. We but. could
0: nah. We could look it up. I mean, I know some scientists say, "Oh, it's not really true," but definitely people with arthritis, uh, bad knees. Well, like it's me. just like
1: saying you can smell the rain. You can smell rain coming. You well, can sure. you can feel that it's about to rain. Yeah, I mean,
0: we know, have it. a lot more senses than just for, very true. Yeah, regular. So today's a newsstand edition of the Clarification Podcast where we talk about what's in the news, and really whatever the fuck is on our mind, which we like that,
1: right? Yeah, it keeps us a little more on track for the regular episodes. (laughs) Get this out of the way.
0: Exactly. I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I see this tweet from a guy named Representative Jason Crow. Now, he's from Colorado. Uh, His profile says, Dad has a former Army Ranger, proudly serving Colorado's sixth district and this is his tweet the united states is not and by the way this is about russia ukraine so the united states is not interested in stalemates we're not interested in going back to the status quo the united states is in this to win it and we will stand with ukraine until victory is won and i'm thinking to myself what the hell are you talking about victory we're in it to win it Exactly. First of all, people need to be reminded we have no, and, and the United States does not and should not go to war unless we have a well-defined national security interest at stake, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Or we've been attacked ourselves.
0: Yes, which, yeah, which would fall into that. Yeah, but, okay. yeah, no, you're absolutely right. What is the national security at stake with the United States and Ukraine?
1: Money, corruption. Yeah. It's all their interests.
0: You know, Ukraine's the third most corrupt country in the world. Yeah.
1: Well, shit, it's, it's squeezed between two superpowers that are, Yeah. you know, plying That's for- That's a very good point. Plying for uh, influence over there. So- They've got two sides. It's not like America, where politicians have one big side coming at them. They have two sides coming at them. So of course
0: they're going to be. And correct. it's always been like that historically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we talked about the killing fields in World War II in Ukraine because of its location. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Afghanistan is the the door mm-hmm. doorway to the East to Asia. Yep, yep. Ukraine is the doorway to Russia.
1: Yep. It's all the, and then and
0: from Western Europe, right? Yep. Eastern Europe
1: yep and so it creates these proxy wars that have been fought between powers for decades. And we probably have to
0: tell people what a proxy war is because
1: is that what you think is happening or going? Oh we're totally
0: up? in a proxy war now. There's no doubt about it. It's mm-hmm. just it means that a country's at war with another country without committing actual human combatants.
1: It's like using it's big countries using mercenaries. But as right. other countries, essentially, yeah. to fight their fights for yeah. them.
0: Well, I mean, we are fighting a war against Russia. Biden wants to send using, another using thirty-three billion Ukraine
1: as our army. Right. So we're just paying them and equipping them. Yep. To, to do this for us, instead of us actually being involved, it's just a almost a legal thing. You
0: know yeah, I mean? it should be <laughs> illegal. Well, and what's really maddening to me is. You know, I, I look. I, I I wrote ten page treatises on Facebook during the run up to the twenty sixteen election, the twenty fifteen in twenty fifteen, in support of of then candidate Trump. And and I said to people, I'm a one issue voter. I'm anti war, and I still feel that way. It's the single most thing I care about because I've researched and read. Not that I'm more knowledgeable with anybody else. Everybody knows this, but war, the the toll of war on the global citizens is there's nothing else as bad mm-hmm. as what war does. I mean, famine's horrible, but war brings about famine and starvation. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It's it's terrible. So Hillary Clinton was the warmongering president, and Trump had said, look, I want to get us out of these. Wars in the Middle East, I don't believe in regime change. I saw him for the the somewhat idiotic ways that he acts. I saw him for being a narcissist. I mean, I'm not blind. But I chose on this one issue who's the better candidate. So right now, somewhere in the last decade, the Democrat leftist group in this country have turned into the pro-war party. And I just don't get it. I'm anti-war primarily because I was raised as a liberal Democrat. Mm -hmm. I was 10 years old and with my brothers, you know, holding signs against the Vietnam War in 1970.
1: Yeah. You got a track (laughs) record.
0: Yeah. I literally remember a flyer that I was passing out in my neighborhood. I was 10, Russell. That's wild. And it said, it was just a list of facts. You know, 55,000 innocent civilians have been killed in the Vietnam War. Uh, You know, Forty thousand acres of farmland have been burned by, uh, you know, a hundred thousand soldiers hurt by Agent Orange. On, on and on and on. I remember that it's one of my early memories that I have of holding a stack of flyers. <laughs> I know my my parents are like, let's raise a little commie. You know, and <laughs> like that it turned out. out. <laughs> I know, right? But I still hold those values. They sure. were pounded into me.
1: Well, they're reasonable values. Nobody I wants think more. so. We shouldn't have. I mean. War is bad. It's it's a big business thing. It's it's for the the people to profit. Yeah, at least nowadays. Back in the day, it was kind of a territorial thing, you know, and it still might be a little bit, but uh, now it's just to to keep those in power in power.
0: Well, and the the whole Russian Ukraine thing. I would have look. You can make the case that Russia is the invader, but you and I have done a deep dive on this. Ukraine, Zelensky, and the oligarchs in Ukraine, uh, and the. The Nazi Azov Battalion, and there's more than one Nazi sure. battalion in Ukraine, right. by the way. There's several. They are at least and partly responsible for this. I mean, they were killing thir- no, 17,000 civilians. They may- Maybe some of them were members of militia, but 17,000 people have been killed in eastern Ukraine in- since 2014. We went over the Maidan Revolution, the CIA-backed coup.
1: Well, and the fact that our aid money was going to pay them. Yeah. And arm them. These,
0: and arm the Nazis. Nazis yeah. yeah. I mean, people think, oh, that's crazy. U.S. Didn't. It was in Congress. Yeah. Congress vote. It's in the public congressional record.
1: It's also in the Ukrainian records. All, yeah. All, all their involvement and where the money, I mean. Yeah, but if people, I mean. It's, it's It there. is, but it people
0: is. Are like, oh, I can't trust stuff in Ukraine. Look up the U.S. congressional record. Well, if you can't
1: trust stuff from Ukraine, then why are they. Why these, are we in there, right? Exactly. Why are they yeah. this great, this great country that we have to stand up and and hold for and fight for. If they're that corrupt that you can't trust them.
0: This thing could be over. You know, Russia said, look, they've already got Crimea. And it's important to remind people that these areas, the Donbass, which is in eastern Ukraine, Crimea, which is in the south, these areas have voted overwhelmingly over 90 95 percent voted to leave ukraine and return to their homeland which is russia they all speak russian Mm -hmm. they were annexed years ago they were part of russia they became part of ukraine they don't like the ukrainian government they feel like they're second class citizens and they've been being murdered you listen to some of the stories you know the the propaganda we see from the media and we talked about this we've done a whole show on it on the Ukrainian war, it's just re- it's it's ridiculous, and so much of has been proven well, untrue.
1: You can see we we posted something, uh, all these. So I got real caught in at first because there was like the the ghost of Kiev and the Snake Island thing. The fuck you, you know and Russian worship. Oh, dude, totally. I was like this is badass. It's movie shit. It's all fake. There was an article uh, that says that the uh, that the, even Ukraine admits it. They said that was fake. The Ukrainian air force admits that was fake, and it was just to get people riled up which is exactly what it did.
0: And it's going on and on. I just saw some video of, of so-called Russian soldiers, and they were wearing the flag from the Soviet Union. They have a completely different flag. You think they're going to give them old Soviet uniforms? I mean, it's just... <laughs> right. It's all fake. It's all manipulated. And, you know, one of the, the common themes of this show is how we dive into history and show you how events and ideas have been manipulated over time. Mm-hmm right, that the yep. history's been rewritten, we're trying to, and, you know, we're not saying we're completely the arbiters of truth, but we're going to give you another side based on evidence-based research.
1: Yeah, we'll just... I had
0: we'll a just, guy who just ripped me on the face, not really, just he and I got into a little bit, and he goes, he was, like, using CBS News as a source, and I said it's not a reputable source.
1: I, yeah, I think And he had- goes,
0: oh, your podcast is. I'm like, dude, well, here's the sources we use. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we don't believe anything. We take everything with a grain of salt. I, yeah,
1: there's not a single news outlet out there that I trust whatsoever. No, I definitely just, not. I, I mean, I'll we don't really have a choice but to listen to them. Um, but well, you should, or at too. least cross reference. You should listen. You, you to, know, yeah. Um, but it's 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 just tough because you could. I think anytime money's involved with the media, which it's always going to be making money, especially nowadays whatever's popular is what you're going to be arguing for. It's all clickbait. Yeah. Everything is now clickbait, whether it be online. Well, more is profitable, or, right?
0: For the media for as well. Yeah. It's
1: incredibly profitable for everyone.
0: Yep, yep. So they want that. The media would like... I started to say that that we could uh, have peace in Ukraine. Russia has said, and I, I kind of went off, Went off, but the Crimea and the East... All Russia wants is the Nazi people out of the East and that those people be able to in the Donbass mm-hmm. uh, to be able to determine their own political government. Their, you know, their right to self-determination in the East and Crimea. That's that would stop this war overnight. And you've got assholes like this Jason Crow. Is that his name? Yeah, Jason Crow from Colorado. United States is in this to win it. We will not. What he's saying is we will not stand for the people of the Donbass to have self-determination. We won't stand for that. And it, we have to crush them. And I mean, the there's serious atrocities being committed. You know, one of the things that we keep seeing on the media, these pictures of apartment buildings flattened by Russian troops. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The, the Ukrainian troops would go into these civilian-occupied apartment buildings and hole up as a base. And then the media shows them being blown up. Well, hell yeah, they blew them up. That's where the troops are.
1: Right, yeah.
0: I mean, it's just like yeah. the, the, the guys in the Middle East that used to use, the Palestinians at some, used to use civilian chil- women and children as human shields. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's pretty low. Or, or like in Afghanistan, Iraq, when they use children uh, suicide bombers, essentially, yeah. You know, they lure them in and then blow them up.
0: Now, not even essentially, really, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah <laughs> they did. I know. Strap a bunch of bombs on a little kid. So the, there was a great article <clears throat> that our friend, our uh, economic advisor John Sturdivant, who is a regular guest on the show, sent me from the. Uh, and it's kind of interesting. It's the world socialist website, huh? Which I, I did find kind of interesting. I, I don't know why they that socialists would take this viewpoint, but anyway. Uh, Barbara Tuckman wrote a book called "The Guns of August." It's a great book. I actually read it years ago about World War One, but. They're making the point that the same mistakes that the Allies made in World War I are being repeated right now in the Russian Ukraine, and that Lloyd Austin, who is the Secretary of Defense, presided over a meeting at Ramstein Air Base in Germany. There were 40 nations there. So the U.S. Secretary of Defense calls this meeting with 40 nations in Germany, and he says, uh, so the gathering of high-ranking military figures, which he termed the Ukrainian Contact Group, and the whole purpose was to focus on winning the conflict of the war with Russia. The aims of the war are clear. The bloodshed in Ukraine wasn't provoked to defend its technical right to join NATO, but rather was prepared instigated and massively escalated in order to destroy Russia as a significant military force and to overthrow its government. Ukraine is a pawn in this conflict, and its population are cannon fodder. Wow. There's right. a lot to unpack there.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: So, we've talked about the ubiquitous global cabal. Cabal? Cabal? What cabal. the hell is a cabal? A cabal <laughs> that... uh <laughs> That uh, seems to run the world through, you know, the defense industry and the big tech or big government and the intel agencies. Look, Russia is one of the last remaining, I'm going to put air quotes on this, free countries that doesn't go along with modern globalist ideals. They're very anti-globalist.
1: Well, I think they're naturally independent. They they're Russian and they're yeah. they're Russia first kind of deal. You know, same as Americans are, you know, in a certain degree.
0: Well, not not the ruling elite of America. No, no, no,
1: just the people themselves. Like you and me. Yeah,
0: exactly. And like it I'd say 80% of the, like mm-hmm. we talked about the other day. I think we think it's about 80% of the population go along with a certain set of ideals and that there's this 20% far left radical group that's pushing the wokeness bullshit they own the media they own hollywood etc etc and they own the politicians and you know we'll find out in 2022 in november what happens there but so basically russia being fiercely independent like you say is the last bastion of Freedom. I mean, there has to be counterbalance to ideas. If globalism is to succeed, they have to get rid of any country that doesn't believe in it. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So there. What the the point of this article is? This isn't about Russia invading Ukraine. Russia was instigated in that. Look, their citizens were getting slaughtered. I gave you the figure: seventeen thousand had died in the Donbas. Um, you know, there was one horrific, horrific incident where 80 people were burned alive in a union hall. You know, these were pro-Russia people, and they just, they, these uh, Nazi militant groups knew they were in there, and they set fire to the building, and they burned alive. There exits, there were no exits. So, uh-huh. I mean, same thing happened in the Maidan Revolution in 2014. You know, only 100 people were killed, but it completely changed the government. Of that Poroshenko Horoshenko was thrown into power. Yeah, I know, right? 100 people killed, the whole government goes well, down. Well,
1: similar. The Nazis kind of did that with the, uh, with crystal the Beer Nott. Hall, Putsch, and all that. They yes, memorialized and, and all those Christ- guys. Nott. Yeah, they memorialized all those guys that had died in those early revolutions. Right,
0: yeah, and blamed it on the Jews. Mm-hmm. And yep. Yeah, yep. and then Kristallnacht was the night of Crystal. That was with-
1: where all the political enemies were or Kristallnacht was when they destroyed all the Jewish businesses. Right, but, but then, then they blamed it they yeah, blamed yeah,
0: yeah. it on communists or the Jews themselves. They yeah, didn't they didn't they didn't take uh, blame for that. Right. They their propaganda, look, they were the you know, a really lot of the people, instigators the of modern propaganda.
1: Be, they, a lot of people, maybe I mentioned this on here. I don't I was talking to somebody about it. Maybe I was talking to you about it, but uh, Hitler was one of the first people to speak over a microphone. I didn't know that. So, you know, back in the day, like, George Washington would make a speech. Who's going to hear it? The people, are like, within 10 or 15 feet of him. Right. When you can hold these Nuremberg rallies, when you can hold these giant events with loudspeakers, you can reach a lot more people and sound like a god. Wow. Because no one has ever been able to hear or, or no, witness w- this. And they would flash lights, and they would do all this stuff, and it just brainwashed everyone because it had never been done before.
0: That's pretty cool. I... There's I a whole di- documentary on I how the microphone that.
1: changed. Uh, how the microphone aided the Nazis. It might be huh. responsible for the whole rise of the Third Reich. <laughs> you can well, you can boil down to a microphone.
0: You look at how quickly he came into power. It's pretty amazing.
1: And he he found that too. It's like he could talk back here. He could use dynamics. And then as he got closer, closer when he got more serious, he could go back right. and on it. So he's the, you know they were propaganda masters. It was if he and stepped, then he hired
0: Goebbels. Yeah. Yep. who was a genius and had studied the likes of these in the 20s. There were several authors in the United States that had wrote about how to change public opinion. I, I feel terrible. I can't remember the main dude's name, but I'll never forget to explain you how he did it. And it was with uh, cigarettes. Women did not smoke in like mm. the, the teens, the 19, like 1915, right in the teens by the 20s. 30% of all women smoke cigarettes. And they did it with this ad campaign that showed women, glamorous women smoke with cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. And and they studied this particular campaign. It's like, look how fucking easy this is. Mm-hmm. We can change public opinion. I mean, the Ukraine war is just one of the best modern examples. When you go on Twitter and you see all these Ukrainian flags and profiles, sure. I'm like, are you morons? <laughs> I mean, they just got look. We, I got sucked. We all got sucked. It's like COVID is another one. We talked about it first two weeks of COVID. We we're freaking.
1: Yeah, I was legitimately oh my scared. God, I it's leave a the house. Global okay. pandemic.
0: I know. I still. I I finally threw away my hand sanitizer the other day. They're I mean, giving up it until away free
1: now, up at Price Cutter, there's God, a big cart really? shopping cart. It's like just take it. It's taking up space and nobody's buying it, so.
0: And, you know, that stuff, particularly with little kids, kids build their uh, immunity by getting germs on their hands and putting them in their mouth. That's how they build immunity.
1: I mean, I rarely ever get sick. Almost never. And I, I don't use hand sanitizer. I won't use it. For that reason, exactly. Because I think, you know, coming coming in contact, that's the same thing as a vaccine or an inoculation. Yeah, exactly. You're coming in small doses of this stuff, and your body recognizes and is able to fight back. So when you do get it, if you never introduced to You never stuff, got COVID, did you? I did get COVID for like a day. Oh, you did. Yeah. But I I slept it off. It was, I don't
0: know if I had it or not. It was about the same time you had. I think it, it, was, roughly, it was that mild Omicron. It was that last batch. Right.
1: Yeah. So basically, I was just asleep. I was tired. Yep. I slept it off um i never got I tested home. though did you, you got i did tested. get tested because i was working in a uh you know a big plant at the time yeah building you and, I crew, the... and i was running a crew and i right. was like it was i felt kind of responsible sure. just to, if i had it i didn't want to spread it sure but, you well, know and then two days later i was throwing roof decking up you know metal big 40 foot sheets of roof decking so <sighs> i don't know
0: well that's a kind of great segue and do some uh oh really
1: yeah i thought uh, you might find this interesting
0: so, Representative Madison Cawthorn, who's a Republican, had claimed he's a he's a uh freshman Republican. He just got elected in 2020. He's the if just so you people recognize, he's a paraplegic. So, if mm-hmm. you see this white paraplegic congressman, it's probably him. But, here go back up to the top. He had originally said that he had been pushed to go to parties where cocaine and you know all kinds of crazy sex acts were going on. Mm-hmm. So this story says he changes his story. I, I don't remind me though. I want to go back to COVID. I had the perfect. Set oh yes, yeah. sorry. You um, look at you, Russell. Dang it! I know. I'm
1: trying to set you up. Um,
0: because there's a really important news that just came out regarding COVID. But all right, I'll bring it up here. Th- yeah, that's all right. Let's go, let's go over this. So I haven't read this because article.
1: okay, so um what i understood because i read this before and this is why i wanted to bring it up so he had been uh what do you call it? he'd been compromised people had found pictures of him in lingerie that had been released uh he had, that he had attended all of this stuff and that's why he's he's going back is because they're going to they're, I don't they're doing this
0: it. well they're doing the classic uh they probably, Co-Intel Pro. Exactly. It's counterintelligence. I don't fucking believe it for a minute. But
1: it's funny because we talk about this exact thing all the time. He comes out and says something, then they say they have information, right. and then he backs off.
0: Right. That's he how they work. changes story. That's how they work. So
1: he's a bot man now. Yeah. So we...
0: You no, know, you're right. So your example is not that uh, Madison Cawthorn made that stuff up necessarily. It's the fact that they figured out how to blackmail him, Mm -hmm. which is what they do. And this was a public blackmail.
1: Yeah, let me see if I can find... uh...
0: I know damn well that Congress and lobbyists have parties where there's orgies and cocaine. I know damn well they do. Don't try and tell me they don't. You know what I'm saying? I mean...
1: See here's uh, minority lead, uh, leader. Uh, here, oh, he displeased. got called on
0: the carpet by McCarthy. I
1: just told him he lost my trust. McCarthy Shit. said have cough Warren. He's going to have to earn it back. The would be House Speaker added, "It is just frustrating. There's no evidence behind uh, the statements.
0: It just pisses me off to know." And Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader, the Republican in the House, is the biggest snake. He's as bad as Mitch McConnell in the Senate. I loathe these people, Russ. They are right. You know, people say Republican in name only. That doesn't even because Republicans have a bad name. There's not even a good name for Republicans now. So... Yeah.
1: So anyway, I th- I thought that was kinda interesting because it's again it's something we've done whole shows on.
0: COINTELPRO. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just finding information about someone and blackmailing them until they do until they play ball.
0: Which COINTELPRO is just counterintelligence for those of you wondering what mm-hmm. I keep sputtering over here. It means <laughs> <coughs> counterintelligence. Yeah, that's a great example of it. They figured out a way to get him to back up. And the fact that he got called into McCarthy's office immediately after making these statements, and then you saw him, I was disappointed. He lost my job. What the fuck? McCarthy instead should be saying, hey, I'm going to investigate this. If we've got members of Congress that are soliciting prostitutes at lobbyist-paid parties where cocaine is is, uh, offered— you know, we want to know about it. But no, they just sweep it all under the rug. Um. So so the COVID thing, you want to go there?
1: Well, I, I just brought up, this is, uh, he addresses his pictures of him in lingerie as goofy vacation okay. photos.
0: I, see, I did see this. Okay, I have, and you know what it made me think of? Immediately. I went on a vacation to Italy. There were four couples. Mike. Me and my ex-wife being one of them. In one of those pictures, a friend of mine named Wes is up in a balcony wearing a 2 tut- a what would you call it lingerie? It's a short, and he's up doing this, you know, wearing lingerie. Huh, it a, was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you can he did fun. it as a joke. So they find a picture of him where now it'd be one thing. That's so. totally party having fun shit. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. What are they trying to claim that he's what? Well, so
1: they're claiming that uh it's totally counter what his views on trans rights are. And that oh, and then they've got these God. and they're just they're just
0: I'm so sick of the fucking radical queer agenda. I really am. Well, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah,
1: it's it's uh it's
0: and like we said the other day, it has nothing to do with We have gay friends and partners, and we support people and whatever sexual preference they far. have. This radical agenda where they're trying to indoctrinate children, it's just gone too far. That's exactly right. And there's a pushback coming, bro. It's already happening. Well,
1: the, God damn it, if they don't realize, the same with politics. You, what you end up doing is swinging that pendulum so far that it goes all the way around, and then you fuck yourself over. You push people too far, and then they want to take revenge yeah. back on you. And so you're you're going to go way worse. You're going to go in the uh, totally opposite direction that 100%. you wanted it to go to. So if you can't find middle ground, you run this totalitarian bullshit political party. 100%. Uh, then you're going to end up, when the other people come into power, having a lot more problems.
0: And you you, you said a word in there that just reminded me of a quote I saw yesterday that... These people clamoring for social justice, and I think I even tweeted this on our Twitter account, have no interest in justice. They seek revenge. And, and I mean, look, I, 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 in some aspects I can understand it. It's not right, though, but, you know, the BLM, it's not, they don't want, they're not against racism. They want white people to feel what their ancestors felt. Here's what it feels to be left out. Here's what it feels like to lose a college scholarship to someone based on their color. And that's happening. Affirmative action does that. Yeah. Okay, and that's, they love it. Mm-hmm. They cheer that shit.
1: Well, it's, I just, it's going to suck. It's, it's revenge. It's, it's not yet, justice. When it comes back around, it's, it's going to be worse because yep. it's going to be, Great things. Years yeah, it and might years even bring
0: back r- like groups like the KKK K- 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 Game I guarantee you it pa- will. Right.
1: I guarantee you it's people. You're creating this system. Where which we don't want. I know, That is not good. terrible. And, right. But it's what's going to happen is because you're going to exclude people and you're yep. going to send them off. Looks like with the censorship deal. You're going to send them off in their own tunnels, which is just going to get more and more crazy. And then they're going to start their own groups and you're going to do the exact thing you're trying to prevent because you went too fucking far.
0: Oh, anyway. uh, no, <laughs> so
1: man. So you, you you had some COVID information. Yeah, come I up. just,
0: that, that, though, that, well, I'm glad you brought that up. That was, I thought awesome. you'd find that
1: uh, interesting. Yeah.
0: So the emergency use authorization for the COVID vaccine was set to expire this month. Obama just came out in April. Obama, see, that's. Biden <laughs> came out and extended the emergency youth, uh, emergency youth's use, use authorization tongue for another 90 days. Now, why would they do that?
1: I heard Fauci uh,
0: said COVID's done; it's over, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Isn't it something about kids? I heard that they're they uh, totally. that Pfizer just released or just applied for uh, vaccination for kids.
0: Right. That's exactly what it's for because. Okay, the FDA has approved the first two jabs by Moderna and Pfizer. So it doesn't, those shots do not, now it's approved for this certain age group. I think it's 18 to whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 To however old you are. So those no longer fall under the emergency use, use, use authorization. I don't know why I have so much trouble with that. It's my teeth. <laughs> youth and so authorization. So, Emergency use authorization. So, since they don't fall under that, <clears throat> they can be given at any time. These other jabs for younger people, the boosters, all have to be given under this EUA, right? Mm-hmm. So, they look, they, they're not done making Pfizer set to lose They're uh, – they're going to lose their ass, and they're scared. They've got to get 10 million more jabs out.
1: Well, it's just like anything, you know. You have these high, high, high numbers. It's unfathomable to take a loss. It's just like the industrial complex we were talking about in the last episode, where uh, we can't—they can't. If there's no one to jab, then they're—they they're just lost an entire market, and yeah. revenue is down tenfold.
0: Listen to this statement from FDA Commissioner Janet Woodcock. The authorization of this vaccine expands the availability of vaccines. She does not say for kids. The best medical prevention method for COVID-19 to help us in the fight against this pandemic. Right there. Stop. Full stop. It is not the best method. As a matter of fact, it's been shown to be horrific. It doesn't stop the virus. And now the numbers are out. More people Two things. More people are getting the virus that are vaccinated. Mm -hmm. More people get the virus who have had the jab than haven't. Mm -hmm. Number two, mortality rates. And we talked about this the last show. At first they said, this will keep you from getting it. Then they said, oh, no, well, you can still get it, but you won't get sick and die. Well, guess what? The data is now more people are dying of COVID who were vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Full well, stop. It's done. It's over. What the hell?
1: Have you? I found this pretty interesting. That now uh, we're dealing with sub variants. Have you seen that? Where now we have a sub variant of Omicron. So Omicron is a variant of, <laughs> of Delta of well, just of, of COVID. coronavirus in general. Right, so, right. And now we're getting uh, you know fear mongering over a little sub. Well, I variants. read
0: somewhere that in any virus, there's ten thousand variants in a month. I mean, there's thousands.
1: Yeah, I mean... But it's, they
0: only... Look, they've never even... There's not an actual... The virus leaves signals that they say, oh, well, that means there's a virus. There's no picture of the virus. Right. I They literally, we don't even know that there a is a point. COVID how, virus.
1: I mean, I'm sure there's an answer, uh, but how would you? If you can't even see it, is it just the way they act or the way they attack? Like I said,
0: it leaves signals, supposedly, like... You know, a cell would be in in such and such a state after in contact with the virus. It's another state, which leads them to believe that this certain virus. But if and I looked this
1: up, tests that work. How are they able to determine this shit? On I know, a case by case basis. Well, particularly
0: since we know now that the piece, uh, what was the test called? The P the. Triple where they spin the stuff. You know, the the major test that everybody did. You get the nasal swab, and then they cycle it to expand. It's a viral replicator is what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if they get two viruses on the end of their stick, each cycle doubles it. So So now they got four. Then they got eight. Yeah, because easier to
1: recognize. Yeah, if you
0: have enough. Sure, sure. But they the FDA came out and said this test is widely inaccurate and shows false positives. They don't have an accurate. The only one that's somewhat accurate uh, is a blood test, I think. And that's here is where it says: Has the coronavirus been isolated? Fact check. Okay. Anytime I see fact check, it's bullshit.
1: I've kind of found that too. It's, it gives it too much of a of a defined. Well, there's no nuance to these, any of these facts. Do you know what I mean? It's right. like this is what it is, and we don't account for anything else, or we say it's not real.
0: Written proof: CDC has no isolated, purified sample of SARS-CoV-2 virus that co- causes COVID-19. Now, this is a letter from the CDC to a scientist who did a FOIA request. <clears throat> so the United States Centers for Disease Control, CDC, has confirmed in writing they do not have any real-life, isolated, purified sample of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, cannot provide any records about that virus. Over the last several months, a FOIA requests have been made to the CDC, and on June 7, 2021, they confirmed in writing they didn't have it. They haven't isolated it. We don't know what the hell people are getting. You know, remember back in the first year of this, and all these people getting sick, blah, 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 there were zero record uh, records of flu, influenza. I mean, zero. Mm-hmm. And people just ignored. Now, not everybody. There were people like people like me, but people with a lot more note, like Alex Berenson, who's one of the better researchers around, mm-hmm. who said, what happened to the flu? My point is COVID was likely the flu. It was a variant of the flu.
1: And this this gets pretty conspiratorial, but, I mean, what the hell is – I mean, I don't – couldn't why couldn't it have been the flu? And they just say that it's something else. Oh,
0: I'm making the point. That's exactly That's, what I mean, they did. Well, look at Event 201. Well, just, look. I can't
1: see it. I can't tell you the difference between a flu virus and a COVID virus. I'm just told what I have and what I don't have.
0: You You don't have to look any further than Event 201. I mean – Event 201 took place in October of I think it was 2019. And it was a an exercise. It was a three and a half hour pandemic tabletop exercise that simulated a series of dramatic scenario-based facilitated discussions confronting difficult true-to-life dilemmas associated with response to a hypothetical but scientifically plausible pandemic. Guess what kind of virus they used? A coronavirus. Mm-hmm. They planned this shit. Okay, now this gets really deep conspiratorial, but in occultism, and we may mention I may have mentioned this before. Part of black magic is that, and you and I'm not saying this shit's all black magic, but I'm just showing the correlations. You have to telegraph to your victim what you're going to do, or post-event you have to admit that it was you that did it, and so every single one of that's why all of these events there's a real or not a real life a a test going on 9/11. Where was the Air Force? Well, they were all running a simulated sure. test against what? A terrorist attack on buildings in New York by planes. Right. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Sandy Hook. Mm. Yeah, we, we know that was a real shooting. We, absolutely. Yes. 100%. Thank you. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. 100%. But it is true that there was a... Uh, a... Yeah. Anyway, so there's others. <laughs> Let me think of others.
1: Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Go ahead and say. So OKC, okay, I'm gonna. I'm, I have to cut out this COVID shit out of our YouTube episode. Okay. I, so all this will be on our Spotify. All right. Episode.
0: So Sandy Hook. At Don't the to- go too far into it. Though, no, I won't. But I'm are, just all I'm saying at the time. time of that shooting, the law enforcement in Connecticut was involved in a um, what I keep saying test. There's a better word from that. It's a. Uh, uh, op, uh. They were involved in an operation simulating a school shooting. It was a training exercise, yeah. what I'm looking for. I don't know why. It was a training exercise. And that's. it took them longer to get the event. So you've got 9-11, you've got that issue in Connecticut. Uh, in, o- in the OKC bombing, all the federal, now this is a little different, but all the federal employees were told to stay away from the building that day. Um. Okay, here's a huge a Boston bombing. Before the actual bombing, it actually was announced on the loudspeakers, pay no attention to these men. We, we are conducting a simulated training exercise for a bombing. They said it. Mm, then guess what wild. happens? A real bombing happens five minutes later. Hmm. Every one of these events. So back to this one, event 201. Event 201 is all these world leaders, the, the director of WHO, the World Health Organization, Bill Gates. They're all running a training exercise for a coronavirus pandemic that sweeps the globe. And two months later, we have the real thing. Yeah, There's no way that these are all coincidences. There's no way. So something else is going on. I'm not saying it's black magic. All I'm saying is that we know in occultism that is one of the prerequisites for the black magic to work. So maybe they took that, and we can go deep into that. There is a lot of ties between the intelligence community and occultists. Well, sure. A ton of ties. Yeah. I don't know that they believe it works. They're just not willing to give up the possibility that it works. Right. Even in the Apollo missions, there's all kinds of satanic uh, symbology, Masonic, and occult, occultic, symbology. Look at, l- symbology, look at the way Washington, D.C. was designed. It's all Masonic. So,
1: yeah, that, I, I've always heard that. Uh, and Oh, that's it, a fascinating, there's a, some yeah, great yeah, documentaries yeah. about yeah, yeah, that,
0: yeah. how they laid it out. George Washington was instrumental in that, Thomas Jefferson. So, you know, just, the whole COVID thing, yeah, I think it was total bullshit. Um, the way it disappeared when Russia invaded Ukraine, well, that alone should tell you it was bullshit.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and the that case, was the first indicator that right, it was
0: bullshit. The so-called case numbers, I guess in places in New York, they're higher than they've ever been. The thing about it is, you know, I love... Steve Bannon and Bannon's War Room. But the other day he had someone on talking about this hepatitis epidemic. A hundred children have gotten a viral hepatitis and 10 have had to have uh, liver transplants. Well, that's horrible, but that's 10 people in a country of 350 million. It's point zero 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 one percent You know, I mean, just... That was such a media contrived event, and look what it allowed them to do. They took out Donald Trump. They locked down the globe. They completely changed the financial systems in the in the globe.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's they destroyed totally small business high, the way things were before. It's like just like nine yep. eleven, the nine eleven moment. Things are now. Totally different, and they're going to continue And they're going to stay different. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 9-11 was the security apparatus getting their grimy little paws on all of our private information through the Patriot Act, and COVID allowed some of that with the tracking and the passports. But more than anything, I think it just made people more dependent than ever on the government. I mean, what they want is total dependence. I think in the long – if you look at just the – long-term agenda they would love to have a ubi universal basic income where everybody gets a $400 check a week or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just UBI. enough to live on and then guess what who the hell would go to work and these proponents like tim pool you fucking idiot of universal basic I, income again, i
1: i'm not totally against but it's not it's not it's not enough to live on for an entire month you still have to get a job, and it gets rid of all the all you're the other benefits.
0: To, now you can do some gig gig work. And I mean, get I by.
1: suppose, but no more than you would already be doing to begin with. I mean, four hundred bucks barely pays your electric bill. Look,
0: I don't like the fact that our society has turned but, into this thing where you got to go work forty hours a week to pay, you know, to get sure. food and everything. Well, but the idea—it's just like—and I I'll, I'll promise I'll let you. you no, know, you're good. On. It's just like welfare. You know, when the welfare system gave extra money to single moms, what happened? The rate of intact families, particularly in the minority community, skyrocketed. You've got all these single parents. In the 1950s, blacks were more likely to have a two-parent household than whites in the United States, and it was somewhere around 65%. It's now completely flipped, 73% of black households are had by one parent, usually the mother.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's a shame. But that's the way culture's kind of gone, unfortunately. Oh, it's
0: because of the welfare. The checks were bigger yeah. if there's no marriage.
1: True, true, but also I think it's just a culture thing. They just, guys didn't want to stay around. Um, you know, that, that happens across the board. I know a family now that just, the day that the, they, they brought the baby home from the hospital, it was like, fuck this, I'm not doing this, and he left. I think it's just so we can get deep into that.
0: I I mean, I don't disagree that it's cultural, but I guess what what I'm saying is what were the reasons behind that cultural shift? One of them is the fact that economically you could get a lot more money if your man wasn't at home.
1: Right. And so but that goes back kind of the UBI thing. And if you follow Andrew Yang at all, and this is kind Mm -hmm. of his deal, I, I I really like his way of it because it eliminates all other welfare programs. It gets rid of all other subsidies. And well, you're all still
0: getting paid to sit home on your ass.
1: But it's not enough. Because instead of making all that money to be able to live when you have four kids, you're only getting 1000 bucks a month just like the next guy. So you actually have to go do so something. So I go
0: drive DoorDash for 10 hours. Which is fine.
1: But at least you're not, you know, you're getting another income source. You're not totally living off of the tax dollar. So when you get rid of all that, plus it cuts corruption out.
0: OK, but if you did away with these ridiculous taxes we have, you wouldn't need to do that. What you're saying is provide right. people with money, guess where that money comes from? Other people?
1: Sure, but so does our tax dollars. So I've all what this I'm welfare saying. shit. that's where all that goes. So I'm saying instead of spending, we'd save money doing that. Because we wouldn't be doing all this bullshit. We stop corruption. It's like in L.A. where they have all that homeless stuff with your taxes. So you're
0: promoting an even bigger government. That would be the mo- the largest I, government program. I'd be bigger be than government. Social
1: Security. I think it'd be less. Who the government? hell
0: makes the payments? Who collects the money? It'll be
1: the it'll be the Treasury two taxes. But you're sent uh-huh. one check, and then there's not these departments of homelessness. Not there's not there's no, no other welfare. government agency. Yeah, it's right. just one department that sends out one check to one person.
0: I, I mean, I see your point on that. I I would counter. I would prefer. I don't think it'll ever
1: happen because there's no, it too, won't there's too many people skimming. I prefer the top. that
0: you get rid of the income tax for starters, and you do a fair tax. That's yes, a tax I based. Would,
1: I think that would be part a of a
0: consumption it. tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's based on purchases, and people don't realize this. When you go buy a television at Best Buy, the income tax that that company LG, Sony, whatever is going to have to pay is in the price. Yeah. So, because mm-hmm. people say, oh, if you do a consumption tax, it's going to make everything way more expensive. I'm like, no, it won't. Because if a, if a 54-inch flat screen is $500 at Best Buy, part of that $500 is the projected income tax. Let's say $50, okay? So, if you do away with the income tax, the company now, that TV is going to sell for $450. Well, they have to add 20%, that's 80 Ooh, yeah. bucks, so it would be 5/10. I mean,
1: no companies in the business to lose money right. if you raise taxes on them or you raise wages on them, they're just going to pass it on to the consumer. Absolutely. It's going to go it's always going to be. Or
0: that they're going to cut hours or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, they'll find or they'll automate. That's another big thing Andrew Yang talks about is stopping automation because at some point we're going to automate ourselves out
0: of work. I think you, yeah. yeah. Okay. So all right. Yeah, well, you know, we'll solve the rest of the world's problems yeah. soon. But that some we got a good start on it this morning. I think so. Yeah. I All right, so. brother. Yep. Great to see you, man. Yep, we'll see you. Take care.